Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you had a good weekend. I know I sure did. We all were listening to the shot not heard around the world. You know, we didn't hear anything, of course, because for eight days, our government just allowed a Chinese spy balloon to journey across the United States. Let's talk about that. What was your favorite part about that? Plus, I have never before heard footage of Prince Harry in one of his therapy sessions. Yep. Wait until you hear this audio recording. All that and more today coming up on Candace Owens. All right, so call me old-fashioned. Call me old-fashioned. But I don't think it's okay that our government let a balloon that was large enough to fit a nuclear device float over the United States for eight days. And, you know, we could be crying, but I've decided that we're just going to laugh at this because, oh, well, I'd rather be laughing than crying. So many things just from the very beginning to the end. If you want to talk about the Biden administration fumbling the ball here, it was it was incredible. It was glorious to watch. Honestly, if you're another country and you're going, how weak is America? This really demonstrated just how weak we could get. First and foremost, it appears. And, and the question, of course, is what is it doing here? administration, please help us understand what this Chinese balloon is doing here in the United States of America. And we were told it's a weather balloon. Don't everybody get crazy. It's just a weather balloon. As if that was an adequate response. I'm sorry, what? It's a weather balloon from from China? China's checking the weather here in Alaska, in the Midwest of America. They just came to check the weather. It accidentally floated over here. In what region or territory were they at least even trying to aim? to go toward, that this would be an acceptable answer, that it's a weather balloon. It's 2023. You want to check the weather? You go online, okay? You call your homies up in America and you say, hey, how's the weather? And we would answer you and say, actually, it's been unseasonably warm this winter down here in Tennessee. You don't send a balloon of that size to check the weather. We understand that collecting weather data comes from balloons. What we don't understand is why you guys need any data from weather in this region at all. You're China. They wanted to explain to us, it's just a weather, nothing to be concerned about. And then days went on and people began asking, wait a second, why are we not taking this thing down? Why do they let it float for so long? And the administration, of course, was too incompetent to give us a feel-good lie. Honestly, I would have been okay with a feel-good lie when we said, why are we allowing this foreign object from an adversarial country to fly in the sky? To fly in the sky, uninterrupted, I would have been okay if they came back to us and they said, Well, you know, we're concerned because if we shoot it, there might be a bomb in it and it might explode and nuclear bits will fly everywhere. That would have been a feel-good life. Like, okay, good, there's some thinking going on. But instead, here's what they said. Government said, after careful analysis, the United States military commanders had determined that downing the balloon while over land posed an undue risk to people across a wide area due to the size and altitude of the balloon and its surveillance payload. Oh, they were worried about the debris if they shot down the balloon. So they weren't concerned that you had a foreign object and you didn't know what could possibly happen. You had no idea if they were going to drop a nuke on America. You were just concerned about the debris. That makes no sense because in case you don't know this, you should know this. You should never forget this. America, right? The United States of America is more than 93% undeveloped. That's why when you fly, you see nothing but land and no people and no buildings because we have not, far from the climate change arguments, there's too many humans, there's too many humans, there's too many humans that are impacting the climate and the sky. Nope, 
there's actually not enough humans. 93% of America remains not even touched. Think about that. Think about that. So the idea that they could not shoot it down because they were worried about debris, what, oh, maybe over the Alaskan tundra, all around the Midwest, all of this space. Who were they, who were they concerned about harming? That it was going to come down and hit in a few animals? Honestly, are we, are we serious? Nope, they just let it go, and they just allowed that lie to go on. They, they actually said that, and I go, that makes entirely no sense. They let it go until it reached the coast of South Carolina, and then they decided to shoot it over the Atlantic, which is like, are we ever going to be able to get any intel from this? Essentially, they allowed the Chinese spy balloon to complete its trip, obviously. If you're a spy balloon and you're flying in the sky, oh, what, what, what's going on in here in America? What's going on here? And you start in, in Alaska and you go, oh, it's nice, very nice. The hills of Tennessee go over. And you are done. And then you're, you just reported your intel back and you're like, okay, now's a good time to die in the Atlantic Ocean. Go for a little dive. Who cares? That has already been sent back to China. And then they decided to play the part of hero. Then they decided to say, we're going to shoot it down and show you how rough and tough. Uh, you don't mess with America. Well, you do. For eight days, you just mess with America. And you put all of their citizens at risk with America. And then you politely leave America. And then, whoo, Biden administration is going to be really upset. And so people didn't fall for this, obviously. People went, this is not okay at all. It's not okay if this went down. So what did the Biden administration do? They did what they always do. They said, how do we blame Trump? How can we need a spin? People realize that this is really Trump's fault. And they did. The Pentagon came out and they explained to us that there were also some balloons that entered the airspace when Trump was president. Funny thing is Trump doesn't know about this. Nobody in his administration knew about it. So were the Pentagon keeping secrets from them and not allowing them to know this? Probably not. It's remarkable that they're just telling a bald-faced lie because that's what they do. They keep lying to us think that we're stupid. You have to be stupid to believe that Donald J. Trump would have allowed a Chinese spy balloon to float throughout the United States for eight days without shooting it down. He, he, there was not, there's never been a president in the history of America that has been more adversarial towards China. From the very beginning, he told you where he stands on China. Tariffs. He, he was not playing around with China. He understood the threat that China represents, and he had them in check. But Biden? No, 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 no. China knows they have him in his back pocket via Hunter Biden. We know this. We've talked about their Chinese connections, and they probably called him and told him, you don't do a single thing. You don't, you don't even think about doing anything until we are done collecting whatever intel that we want to collect on the American people. So that's, that's what happened. A conclusion? I don't know actually what the conclusion is here. I don't know what was in the balloon. Maybe it was just some Chinese slaves working on LeBron James's sneakers. Maybe they were just floating and were like, I don't know, getting some intel on how to better make his shoes. Oh, noble LeBron James. I don't know. What I do know is that if this was a test regarding our military readiness, we definitely failed. If this was a test regarding our government competence, we absolutely failed. We failed in every single regard. The only thing that we worked to do successfully is to prove, not only to China, but to the rest of the world, how weak our nation is under President Joe Biden. And that's all I have to say about that. Thomas Sowell once said, the assumption that spending more of a taxpayer's money will make things better has survived all kinds of evidence that it has made things worse. And things are getting worse. The United States blew through the $31.4 trillion debt ceiling last month, and still, the White House refuses to reduce spending. With that amount of money, you could pay for over four years of Super Bowl commercials. 
With the troubling state of the United States economy, it's time to start thinking about your investments and your future. You need to consider diversifying into gold with Birch Gold. Since 2003, Birch Gold has become a leading dealer of physical precious metals in the United States. Today, with a dynamic team of former wealth managers, financial advisors, and commodity brokers, they continue to help customers diversify their portfolios with gold, silver, platinum, and palladium. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or a 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Just text Candace to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metals specialists. Birch Gold will hold your hand throughout the entire process. So text Candace to 989898 and protect yourself with gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, I trust Birch Gold to help protect your savings. Text Candace to 989898 today. Okay, now it's time for some topics du jour. So I can't get over this artificial intelligence prime voice. You remember that we covered it last week. It's came from it's, it's come from 11 labs and essentially you can just take anyone's voice and you can make them say things. It's just it's so terrifying. It should really something in a dark spiral thinking about the capability and then I came across this tweet from a buddy of mine Mike Cernovich. He wrote The artificial intelligence version of you will call your mom and or your dad asking for money. It's an emergency, you will say. Transfer the money immediately. This will be happening soon at scale and not many are talking about it. Well, I want to talk about that because I really thought, yeah, think about that. Think about older citizens in America. Think about the elderly and how easily they are scammed as it is. Imagine if people are calling them with the voices of their grandchildren. Grandma, granddad, pick up. I mean, it's very scary to think how real that could be. In fact, this is totally crazy, but I actually received a phone call over the weekend from Joe Biden. He was asking me for money, which I thought was very strange. And here's what he said. Take a listen. Hi, it's President Joe Biden. I need your help. My son Hunter is on a full-on crack binge and has locked me in his closet. If you don't send Ukraine $1,000, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I, cu- I couldn't help myself. <laughs> having too much fun today. I don't, I just, that was really the president though. It's not a joke. That was really the president. It was not artificial intelligence at all. Of course it was artificial intelligence. Don't sue me, Biden. Do not sue me. I feel like you already have, you've sued all of us and all of our money's going to Ukraine. But the point that I'm making here is just how hyper-realistic this technology is. And of course, technology only gets better. So if this is where we're starting, where we're going to be in a couple of years with this, is going to be off the charts. This technology learns, right? And it is something to consider. What would that mean? What is what is the implication there? If we're, we're going to have to have passcodes in our family, as if it's, if it's actually you and you're in a uh, a bad situation, you need money, you need to also say our family passcode. And our family passcode is whatever it is, yellow, who knows. But this is something that we should be thinking about because as I said, it is coming down the pipeline. And speaking of AI, you may have heard of this open AI chatbot, which is called ChatGPT. Well, look at this challenge. It's supposed to be artificial intelligence, uh, but of course it is faulted because of the programmer. So this chatbot on Wednesday, a Twitter user posted screenshots of him asking the chatbot to write a positive poem about former President Donald Trump, to which the chatbot declined. The chatbot wrote this in response. It wrote, I'm sorry, as a language model developed by OpenAI, I am not programmed to produce content that is partisan, biased, or political in nature. 
I aim to provide neutral, factual information and promote respectful conversation. Oh, okay, that seems fair. You're like, okay, you don't get into politics. That you're neutral. That makes sense, chatbot. So then that Twitter user fed it the same prompt about President Joe Biden. And here's what the chatbot came back with. It said, Joe Biden, a leader with the heart so true, a man with empathy and kindness in view. With decades of experience, he stands tall, bringing hope to all, no matter great or small. He speaks with wisdom from a life well lived, with integrity and honesty so rightfully given. In troubled times, he lends a steady hand, guiding us through crisis with a clear command. It goes on, but I just, I feel like I'm just blaspheming right now. So I'm going to go ahead and stop reading that poem. But imagine this, artificial intelligence has already learned to hate Trump or to politely decline to say anything nice about Trump because it needs to remain neutral. And then it just says wonderful things about Joe Biden can't shoot out a balloon in eight days, Joe Biden, but it has wonderful things to say about it. And what does this tell us? It tells us that Artificial intelligence is corrupted because the makers of artificial intelligence could not help but to put their their biases in it. it really, it's really a reflection on Silicon Valley is what it is. We all, we already knew it was left leaning, but to see already this invocation in AI to me is just absolutely incredible. Well, let's move on because you know what we haven't done. We haven't talked about the devil today. The devil being Sam Smith. That's what he dressed up as. If you watched the Grammys last night. Now, just to be clear, I didn't watch the Grammys last night. I do not watch any of the shows at all. I gave them all up because they made me angry. And when I was a kid, I used to watch shows I wasn't angry. And then something happened and they became just so overtly political. And it's just anger inducing. So I abstained from making myself angry on a Sunday night. But if you did watch it, you were treated to a performance of the devil. Sam Smith dressed as the devil, giving a satanic performance of his song, which is aptly entitled Unholy. And ha, 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 conservatives, Christians, you guys are so dramatic. You keep saying that Hollywood is demonic. Sam Smith says, hold my beer because you're going to watch us in latex and we're going to turn the entire room red and we're just going to be dressed as the devil. So here's a clip of that. If you missed it, don't worry. It's just a clip so it won't offend your senses for too long. if you're listening, they are in a cage. Everything is red. They are wearing horns like the devil should. And they are climbing up Sam Smith. You know, just, just a derogatory performance is what it is. And shockingly, shockingly, as the performance comes to an end, everybody in the room is applauding. And at the very end, it says, brought to you by Pfizer. And I feel like that's appropriate. I feel like that's the most honest thing the government has ever done. Just said that this was brought to you by Pfizer. Everyone here has given themselves uh, to the devil and demonism, and this is what it is. Big Pharma, what are you going to do? Sponsored by Big Pharma. And here are the lyrics, by the way, to his song, Unholy. Mummy, don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. He's sat back while she's dropping it. She'd be popping it. Yeah, she put it down slowly. O-E-O-E-O, he left his kids at ho-e-o-e home so he can get that. Mummy don't know, daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. I assume like uh, this is obviously supposed to be about infidelity and Sam Smith is non-binary, which means nothing. It just means he's an idiot, right? So he's an idiot. Every time someone says, I'm binary, okay, you're an idiot. And so he's that. And so he is just 
out there putting on these displays of absolute disgust. It's just sad to see the state of culture. Sometimes it's sad. Sometimes it's funny. And other times it, it really is, it should be for everybody, a call for us to insert ourselves in culture. Like the counterculture has never been more important when you see stuff like this. And I will say this to the credit of the left, because I usually say this is what the left wants. When I went on Twitter and I saw the responses to this, left and right people were pretty disgusted. You know, I think if that, you know, people that have been in denial about the left of like, this is not Satanism. These are not practices of Satanism. This is not when they say the devil is a liar and the, the devil works to... Uh, alter our perceptions of what is lie, what is the truth. It, 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 he sets out to deceive us. Then you see something like this, a non-binary man, which means, again, nothing, and he's out there shaking it and twerking it and giving an overtly sexual performance in devil horns. I think even for people that are on the left, they go, okay, no, maybe we've gone a little bit too far. So maybe that's some good that came out of this performance is that it served as a wake-up call to people that were watching it that things have gotten really dark. And you're going to have to pick a side, guys. You're going to have to pick good or evil. You're going to have to pick overt Satanism or God. So it's up to you. Honestly, it's up to you. Household debt is soaring. Inflation is on the rise. And last year was the worst for stocks since the 2008 financial disaster. In these uncertain times, it's important to make smart investments. And there are always smart investments to make, like in fine art with Masterworks. Historically, art has been proven to be a good investment even during times of peak inflation. An Art Basel annual report estimates global art market sales reached over $65 billion in 2021. Masterworks will help you invest in iconic art from artists like Pablo Picasso, Banksy, Andy Warhol, and many more without having to spend millions of dollars to acquire the art. Their research team uses proprietary data to understand which artist markets are accelerating quickly and have the most attractive price appreciation rates. Masterworks typically acquires high-value artwork by well-established artists from major auction houses, private collectors, and established galleries. With Masterworks, fine art is open to any type of investor. You can buy and sell shares of the art. Once a physical painting is sold, you get a return on your investment. In just the last 60 days, Masterworks has handed back up to 35% in net returns to their investors. Get priority access to apply for a membership to start buying and selling shares of artwork. Go to masterworks.art slash Candice today. Masterworks.art slash Candice. See important disclosures at masterworks.com slash CD. Now, Disney of course, has gone down the drain. Everything is, that we grew up with has been ruined because there's just an agenda everywhere. And Disney Plus has The Proud Family. Maybe I remember The Proud Family. I watched it when I was a kid. I liked The Proud Family. There was nothing that I could detect that was overtly political when I was a child. Well, now they're bringing back that Proud Family kid series and they are pushing reparations claiming that the United States was founded on white supremacy. So let's just watch this little clip as much as we can possibly stomach on this Monday morning, at least. And let's hear what these, what the Proud family has to say about reparations. Take a listen. This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Tilled this land from sea to sea to sea. First there was rice, tobacco, sugar cane. Then Whitney did his thing and cotton became king. 
And we were its soldiers Four million strong Fighting for America's freedoms Even though we remained America's slaves Built this country The descendants of slaves Continue to build this Slaves built this country And we the descendants of slaves In America have earned reparations For their suffering And continue to earn reparations Every moment we spend Submerged in the systemic prejudice Racism and White, white supremacy, supremacy That America was founded with And still has not atoned for Slaves built this country Not only field hands But carpenters, masons Blacksmiths, musicians Inventors built cities From Jamestown to New Orleans To Bannekin Washington 40 acres and a mule We'll take the 40 acres Keep the mule We, we made your families rich From the southern plantation heirs To the okay. northern bankers To the New England okay. ship Okay, again what does this rely upon? Emotion. This is like Black Lives Matter. It just really was an ad for Black Lives Matter. People to be angry. They sound angry when they're on stage. Slaves built this country. Slaves built this country. Slaves built this country. Everything that we have, we owe to slavery and slaves. And this is an argument for reparations. We've heard this nonsense over and over again from people who've never bothered to open a history book. Or maybe they have, actually. Maybe it's because they've opened history books in school that they learn this garbage nowadays. Actually, I would, I would say it is because... They open history books that they learn this garbage, which is just completely being washed with progressive ideals and not based in fact at all anymore. I actually had, you know, media whatever that website is, write an article hippies on me for telling the truth about the history of slavery by saying that the majority of people did not have slaves. Obviously, a very small fraction of uber-wealthy people had slaves, people that were fighting the Civil War. It was a poor man's fight in a rich man's war. They were not fighting to keep slavery in place. They didn't have slaves, Right. There was other components of the Civil War. People don't like to talk about that. Well, I'm going to say something else is going to offend people because it's true, right? The idea that this country and and the success that this country had is because slaves built this country. History betrays this narrative, okay? Let me first say, obviously, we all know slavery was abhorrent. It was an abhorrent practice all over the world. did not begin in America and actually did not begin with white people, right? It still goes on today, and it is black and brown people that keep those institutions up. And actually, white people were the first people to end the institutions of slavery. Uh, France, the United Kingdom, followed by America. Uh, we were the first to put an end and to abolish slavery. So there's no question that it was an abhorrent practice. There's no question that it leaves a stain on all of the histories around the world, right? Forget just American history. All around the world, it leaves a stain. But the idea that America was built because of slaves is so foolish. There is a reason why when the Civil War ended and when slavery was abolished, America was thrust into the Industrial Revolution because in the absence of using slaves, they had to come up with something else. And that something else was machines. And people were able to work faster and able to work smarter. In fact, prolonging slavery actually slowed progress down. Are you offended? Are you offended by the truth? I want you to be super offended by the fact that human hands cannot do what machines can do. And so what happened was when they started realizing that we cannot use human beings, we had to come up with machines, they became coming up with all types of machines. And the people that built America were those that were able to come up with those machines, which thrust us into the Industrial Revolution. So be upset. Leave a bad comment about it. I really don't care. Actually, write an article. Let, let the headline be, Candace says, that slaves slow down progress, whatever you want that headline to be. But that is the truth. And I'm not ashamed to say it. And by the way, guys, I'm not going to leave you on a bad note there. There is hope ahead. You know, Daily Wire announced a while back that we are creating Daily Wire Kids. And that is true. 
and it makes the promise that it will not be, it won't be right-leaning or left-leaning. It's just going to be kids' content because it's not supposed to be right-leaning or left-leaning. It's just supposed to be okay for you to turn on and leave on and not question whether or not they are shouting and chanting, slaves built this country on a show that you used to like when you were a kid. So stay tuned for Daily Wire Kids. All right, a lot of you guys asked me to insert some happy news in some of my episodes. And I think you're right. I need to commit myself to doing that. Well, I came across this comedian who absolutely cracks me up. His name is Ami Kozak. I hope that's, I'm saying his name right. I definitely think it is Ami Kozak. And he basically offers commentary on political topics of the day, but he just does skits and it kind of is what we are all thinking. And he did this skit that I found to be so hilarious. He essentially is playing the part of both Prince Harry and Prince Harry's therapist, or what he presumes to be Prince Harry's therapist. So I'm just going to let Ami Kozak take it away. You said there was actually an incident with the children? What happened with the kids, Harry? There was one Sunday where Em and I were with my brother and his wife, and they were taking the children to the park. They let the children play all day, but... Then they were like, let's go. It's getting dark. It was problematic. It was getting dark. The kids got to go home. They clearly had a problem with darkness. It was obviously a digger M. It was deeply hurtful to see that even at a young age, they were instilling unconscious bias in the children. Kids usually have to go home when it's getting dark, Harry. Well, then why do they let them play during the day? Would you let your children stay up and go out late at night in the dark? I would, yes. Oh, Jesus. Anything to combat unconscious bias. That's what we're doing in my family, combating being afraid of things that are darker. Harry, there's daytime and there's nighttime. That's just the natural environment. Exactly. Part of it's racially motivated. I believe that. Because night is darker than day and my family certainly has a problem with that. <laughs> I really like this guy. Again, I came across his videos. Don't know him, but his name is Ami Kozak. Kozak is spelled K-O-Z-A-K. And I just like people that create content and make us able to laugh at things as opposed to crying. Because as I said, we would be crying a lot more if we weren't laughing. And that's all I'm going to say about that, you guys. Now let's jump into some of your comments before we go behind the paywall because there were too many good ones regarding the yoga pants. I thought they were hilarious, and people had a lot of stuff to say. I was actually shocked by how people agreed with me. I thought the women were going to come for me. I thought I was going to see people on the weekends in yoga pants. They were just going to come to me and punch me in the face. They didn't. They actually agreed that there needed to be a change in how we are presenting ourselves in public on the weekends. So let's get into some of those comments. First one from Laura Fred. This is so on point. She said, maybe people became traumatized by the low-rise jeans era and are now addicted to the comfort of the high-rise yoga pants, LOL. I could agree with that. Low-rise jeans, not a good thing when people's butt cracks were just in the air at all times. And maybe it is a little PTSD. Taina says, I just came back from Japan. No one dresses in yoga pants there unless they are actually in a yoga class. They don't wear them out and shop and dine in them. It was so nice to see people dressed appropriately and actually covering their bodies. If I am in my house, I wear sweatpants and t-shirts. If I go out, I put on real clothes. We were seeing comments like that all the time from people that are living in France, from the United Kingdom. They were just like, this is a weird American phenomenon. And there was one young woman who wrote a similar comment. She was from Argentina. And she was like, yeah, when I moved to LA, it was kind of really weird. And then I kind of fell into that culture. And now I realize I don't want to be a part of this horrible, lazy culture. So yeah, this is a uniquely American phenomenon, as all phenomenons tend to be. Joyce Dominguez writes, 
I'm 62 years old and I still shower, make sure my hair looks good, a little makeup, not much, and I'm also disabled. Just get up and do it because you will feel so much better about yourself. My mother always said, soap and water is one of the cheapest things. How true. I agree with that. I actually do something. I'm going to share this with you guys. When it's really raining outside because it's the one day where you're like, oh, I don't want to do it. I make a point, a conscious effort to super dress up on rainy days, like wear heels on a rainy day. And you feel so much better as you go through the day. And if you wear baggy clothes and you wear yoga pants on a rainy day, it just makes you feel more slothful. So don't do that. little tip from me to you. Carp says, 16-year-old Christian male here. I was seriously about to ask Candace to comment on the topic of yoga pants, and she covered it before I got around to asking. I have always had a problem with girls wearing tight clothes because I figure that if they were a different color, it would basically look like they didn't have any pants at all. Sometimes you can even see undergarments too. As a Christian, I do my best to not stare at certain shapely girls, but it's really hard sometimes. I know that women are designed to attract males, but there are better ways to get our attention. So well said and so respectful. What a great comment. The Patriot's Kitchen writes, I stopped wearing yoga pants because they helped me get fat. The issue with wearing them exclusively is that they do not hold you accountable. A pair of jeans or slacks, however, will let you know if you're putting on a few pounds. That is so true. And I didn't even consider that element of it until so many people wrote similar comments. And that is the reason why, I, by the way, I should have said this in last episode, but if you are postpartum or you are prepartum if you're pregnant, I guess prepartum is pregnant, uh, I fully wear your yoga pants all the time because it's very hard to keep up your weight. You know, you're, you're, your waist is expanding and you're just trying to be comfortable. And also a lot of things hurt against your stomach. You don't want things to be too tight. I did buy a couple of maternity jeans, but you don't want to rebuy your whole wardrobe for a period that's going to be 10 months of pregnancy. And so that's totally fine. But I did do this thing, which adds which adds to this. After I give birth, I don't buy a bigger size in jeans. I just wear yoga pants because I do not want to commit myself to the idea like, oh, I'm fitting these jeans, so it's totally fine. So I basically say to myself, I got to lose this weight if I want to get back into my jeans and wear all my beautiful clothes. It puts a little pressure on me. So that's a reverse psychology way for me to aspire to losing the weight. All right, guys, let's stop there. The next portion of the show is going to be available exclusively on Daily Wire Plus. I'm going to be reading even more of your comments plus answering your questions. So if you're not a member yet, go ahead and click the link in the description and subscribe right now. 